Hi, everybody. Jimmy DeYoung here. Do you know that God selected Jeremiah not at his birth, not when he was conceived in the womb of his mother, but in eternity past? God selected Jeremiah, a unique prophet that would come forth with a unique prophecy. He was to be the prophet to the nations. Well, I'm telling you this because in just a moment, we're going to study about Jeremiah and how he understood God's creative acts as it relates to Bible prophecy. This is something we need to understand, and if you'll stay tuned, we'll have a study on that subject in just a moment. Let me remind you that I have a series entitled Jeremiah, A Unique Prophecy, which is a five-hour audio series on CD. It talks about a unique prophet, a unique prophecy, and a unique purpose. We think about the creation concepts as it relates to Jeremiah's message. We'll do that in just a moment. Jeremiah and the Jew, Jeremiah and the Judgment, and Jeremiah and Babylon. These are the titles of the five different parts on this five-hour audio series on the book of Jeremiah. You can order it. We'll tell you how to do it. But first, let's have a study thinking about Jeremiah's creation concepts. Chapter 27 Verses 5 and 6. Chapter 27, verse 5. I have made the earth, the man and the beast that are upon the ground by my great power. By the way, this took place on the sixth day. He made the earth on the first day of creation. On the sixth day, he makes the beast and the man, the man who is going to be on the earth. He said, I have made the earth, the man and the beast that are upon the ground, by my great power, by my outstretched arm, have given it unto whom it shall be meet unto me. And now I have given all these lands unto the hand of Nebuchadnezzar. Now he says, and in fact he is going to allow Nebuchadnezzar to be used by him. Remember Revelation chapter 17, verse 17, where it says, God uses evil men to accomplish his will. The children of Israel had not been obedient to what they were supposed to do. God gave them a directive in the book of Leviticus. In the book of Leviticus, chapter 25, it talks about every seventh year, the sabbatical year, let the land rest. He says, I will give you enough food in the sixth year so that it will last you through the seventh year into the eighth year, enough until your harvest is able to come in at the end of the eighth year so you can continue to eat. Do not let the land be used during that sabbatical year. This is my land. I, verse 23 says, I give you this land. Now do what I've told you to do. And they didn't do it. Remember Daniel's prophecy? Daniel 9, 24 to 27. Seventy weeks are determined upon thy people. Seventy weeks of years it's talking about. There are 490 years it's talking about. He's dealing with a similar period of time of 490 years. He is going to take them into captivity. Because they wouldn't do what he told them to do, they weren't obedient, he is going to take them into captivity. They're going to be in captivity for 70 years. By the way, Jeremiah prophesied that almost 100 years before it happened. In chapters 25 and 29 of Jeremiah, he says it'll be 70 years in the captivity. Why 70 years? Because they did not rest the land for 490 years. And you divide 7 into 490, you get 70 years. What God told them to do, they didn't do, so he takes them out of the land, and his will is accomplished 
with resting the land for that 70 years that they were supposed to rest the land. But because he is the creator, because he did make earth, because he did place man and beast on the earth, now he has the authority to assign authority to Nebuchadnezzar. Daniel chapter nine, uh, chapter 2. Remember the dream that Nebuchadnezzar had? The head of gold, the chest of silver, and the arms of silver, the belly and thighs of brass, the legs of iron, the feet of iron and clay, the toes of iron and clay. Remember that? And along comes Daniel with the interpretation, because God gave them the gift of interpreting that dream. He gives the interpretation to Nebuchadnezzar, and he said, look, in chapter 2, he said, everything that's on this earth, God is giving to you. You see, God can give the authority, and now here, Jeremiah brings to the attention of Judah. You're going to go into the captivity. Nebuchadnezzar's going to have a victory over you, because I created all. That's how I could assign that particular authority to him. Now go with me as we continue on to chapter 31, verses 35 and 36. This is a message in chapters 30 to 33, a message of consolation we'll look at tomorrow. This is a great chapter. I'm going to enjoy teaching this to, to you tomorrow. But look at verses 35 and 36. Thus saith the Lord God, and uh, it's interesting to note here, he, in the message of consolation he's going to give them in chapter 31, he is going to guarantee that there will be a future for the Jewish people. And here he is giving it to them in a connection with creation. Look at verse 35. Thus saith the Lord, which giveth the sun for a light by day, that was done on the fourth day of creation, and the ordinances of the moon and of the stars for a light by night, again on the fourth day, which divideth the sea when the waves thereof roar, that was on the third day of creation. The Lord of hosts is his name. If those ordinances depart from before me, saith the Lord, then the seed of Israel also shall cease from being a nation before me forever. Olam, that same word, forever, meaning forever. In other words, if you can get rid of what I've created, I thrust the sun into the heavenlies, I place the moon, hung it out there in space over the earth, I scatter the stars throughout all of the firmament. And if you can get rid of that, then I'll forget about Israel and the Jewish people. There's a philosophy permeating even good churches today. A philosophy that says, it's called replacement theology. That the churches replace the Jews. That God doesn't have a program for the Jews. I'm talking about maybe you're in one of those churches. I can tell you some of the maybe viewed by you so-called great television personalities in Christian television believe this way. I'm talking about one of them in Virginia Beach, Virginia. I'll not mention any names. But there are those who believe the church has replaced the Jew. That's what Adolf Hitler had going for him. The reason for the Holocaust was that Martin Luther came forth establishing a state religion called Lutheranism. Martin Luther was an anti-Semite. He was a replacement theologian. I didn't say he was a lost man. I didn't make that statement. And I believe he played a key role in church history, the Reformation. But he was an anti-Semite. He preached sermons. He wrote songs. He wrote pamphlets and spread them all over across the world. 
And he prepared a people, the German people, for a man named Adolf Hitler to come forth and kill the Jew, kill six million people for the only reason that they were guilty of being Jewish. You know, Adolf Hitler was an idiot. I, I don't mean because of that. I mean, he didn't even approach it the right way. He put him in gas chambers. He put him in furnaces. That was stupid. All he had to do was get rid of the sun, the moon, and the stars, and the Jews would have been gone. I don't know why he wasted all that time. Get my point? See, as long, and by the way, I checked. The sun and the moon and the stars are out there still. <laughs> and God is not finished with the Jew. You see, the power of creation sustains the Jew. For 4,000 years they've been in existence. All the world tried to destroy them. Satan's subtle strategy was to wipe out the Jew. Look at Esther. They came within an ant's hair of being wiped out. It's unbelievable as you study the history of the Old Testament. It's basically over and over and over. Satan using men to destroy the Jew. Beginning of the New Testament starts out the same way with Herod the Great. Killing all the Jewish boys under two years of age trying to get rid of the Messiah, the true king of the Jews, because of replacement theology. But God, that creative power that spoke the world into existence, has sustained for 4,000 years the Jewish people. They're the only ones who have been dispersed all over the world. It's like raindrops falling out of the sky into the springs and the rivers the rivers flowing into the ocean and then becoming a part of the ocean where you couldn't determine where those raindrops or those springs or rivers were but yet god had them and brought them out it was his creative power that sustained the jewish people as long as the sun and the moon and the stars are in the heavenlies we better not put this aside this is important let me tell you why Thank you for taking a moment to study the book with us. We've been focused on the book of Jeremiah, which is a unique prophecy. In fact, that's the title of a five-hour audio series that I have available. You can get it through going to our bookstore at our website, or you can call our toll-free number. Let me give you the website address. It's prophecytoday.com. Prophecy, P-R-O-P-H-E-C-Y, prophecytoday.com. That prophecy today is one word. You can go there and go to our shopping mall and order your copy of this five-hour audio series on CD, Jeremiah, A Unique Prophecy. Or call our toll-free number. It's 877-674-3298. Simple way to remember it, 8-PROPHECY-8. That's toll-free from across America, 877-674-3298. I'm Jimmy DeYoung. Thank you for taking a few moments to study the Word of God with me as we've taken a look at the book. We need to stay in the book to understand the times in which we're living. And as we understand the times, we'll realize that the rapture of the church could actually take place at any moment. In fact, in the next moment. And having said that, there's nothing left for me to say except let's keep looking up until...